Hi guys, welcome to episode 5. Um, this is Dan. This is Rebecca. Hello, this is Stella. And this is Adib. And this is Podcast. Podcast. We are episode 5 in the whole podcast series. Mm-hmm. Oh, so hey, second today. last episode already. Right? Yeah, time flies, man. Did you guys catch ah. the last uh, couple of episodes? Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did! I listened to Hello. all of She's not asking you! you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. so today what are we going to talk about? Huh? Well, hey, this is a very interesting topic actually. Mm. My favourite actually. Really? Yeah. Because it's about Rust. the green and rustic. the nature. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, green and rustic, not the green and rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know this rustic living in the city, right? It's actually a phrase that Rebecca mentioned in episode one. Oh. You remember not? No. What? Me? God, remember we were talking and I said, oh, maybe this is how we're going to market our next condo in Bukit Panjang. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. Rustic, oh. rustic living in the city. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Wow. So Bukit Panjang is a very, very green neighbourhood, apparently. It is. It is. Right? Mm. We have uh, a lot of parks eh. Mm. Cashew Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, nature reserves and mm-hmm. also park connectors and mm. a lot of residents actually shared uh, during the Portscape pop-up mm, right mm. about some of the yeah. encounters with nature in Bukit Panjang yes shall we listen to some of the stories yeah yeah let's go I've been staying in Bukit Panjang for 30 years Bukit Panjang uh, is a place very close to nature it's a place where it's connected all the way to Bukit Timah Reserve and Bukit, Bukit Panjang has the biggest reserve uh, called Cashew Nature Reserve and it's close to Dairy Farm Nature Reserve. Where in Singapore have a HDB got so many reserves. If let's say you don't like to walk far, you can go downstairs. Uh, there are a lot of community gardens. Yeah, next to the swimming pool, there's uh, actually a community garden. Very nice. It's a small hill. So every morning you can see a lot of people walking in the hill. Mm. Wow, he said it, you know, like, I like think where got elsewhere. Very proud, Long. Actually, it's true. Come on, you think about it, right? Mm. Where will you have a place with two nature reserves at your doorstep? Okay, Panjang. I think when you live near, you know, like people who live near East Coast Park, right? Yeah. You will your always lifestyle boast. is different. Yeah, Maybe they will jogging. boast about mm. the, 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 the park is just at yeah. my doorstep. Mm-hmm. Bukit Panjang, folks, mm. you guys are very lucky. You have you two have it nature good. reserves. Yeah, you can go hiking. Yeah. yeah. So not only can you be happy, healthy, you can be very active as well because there are spots for you to do all those things, you know, hike, walk. Yeah. Mm. So Bukit Panjang is also the first to be a sustainable town. So we are a green town over here. So over the years, you find that we have uh, uh, built a lot of facilities in the constituency. We have the largest number of uh, community gardens in Singapore. We have schools and uh, children coming to the gardens. You know, but uh, most of the time, uh, the gardeners will be working on their own plots. So we, every year, we have a community gardeners day. No, it's community garden day. So where all the gardeners will come together, they'll spend about six weeks to grow and harvest their vegetables. So they'll sell it and we donate it to the charity. Yeah, so the residents uh, like this place because we are quite a so-called very uh, scenic town. You find in Bukit Panjang, when you come out from the BK, you come in, it's like a garden. No, the whole idea is to provide a very quali- good quality living environment. So my residents told me that eh, they took a bus you know, when they're back. The moment they turn into Bukit Panjang, they look at the landscape, they look at our landmark, look at the, you know, the lighting uh, in the town. They, they feel very uh, comfortable. Right? We are very close to nature. In fact, we are just next to the nature uh, reserve. 
So you find that a lot of uh, emphasis has been placed on greening the towns. You can see behind Laka Palms, this is our signature tree in Bukit Panjang. Over the last 23 years, we have been planting all over the Bukit Panjang, this Laka Palms. It's called Ceiling Wax. It, it gives you a very country club sort of a feeling. If you go to Botanic Garden, you'll find that this is their signature tree also. We actually have a Bukit Panjang Green Committee. So I think this is part of community ownership. So they champion green projects you know, in greening the town. Hey, Pastella, I can vouch, okay? I can yes. vouch that when I drive um, mm -hmm. back to Bukit Panjang, right? Mm. And when I turn in from Bukit, uh, the BKE, BKE. Yeah. immediately you see this green bell and rows of green. And I Do enjoy you remember it. what tree that was? No, la, I don't know what seal, <laughs> what wax, what I don't know. It's just to me, it's just trees. La. Mm. And, and it's almost like the same feeling like when you um, arrive in Changi Airport and then you drive yes, on DCP, right? it's just rows and rows of plants. It's a very nice like homecoming kind of feel. Mm. So I feel like the greenery actually welcomes me home and I'm like, oh, I'm entering into mm. my neighbourhood. Yeah, remember when we were recording that, that first two episodes and that was my first time in, I don't know, donkey years going you know, to Bukit Panjang and mm. I was driving through three expressway to get there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But what was interesting was as I turned out of BKE, like what Dan said, I was hit by this like greenery, mm. you know, and, and it was very refreshing. And the next thing I saw was people coming out and appearing. I don't know where they come from. As if like they were appearing out of the shrubs <laughs> after the BKE because that was what it is. Suddenly I turned out and I go, eh, where are these people coming out and they were all in like their mountain bike? They're the club members. <laughs> <laughs> they like just appeared out of next to the BKE. And uh -huh. I was like, where did they come from? Mm. So then I realized after talking to the, the people who lived there that mm. there was this wonderful what was that they call it? The canal or something. The the park yeah, connectors. So some of it were That's right. Mm. Park connectors. Yeah. yeah. I think some of the other residents also shared some stories. I think this next one might have a mention of that. Okay, oh, why don't we have a listen? Yeah. Um, I'm, an, I'm an architect. Um, I moved to Bukit Panjang about three years ago. I live at Cashew, but uh, we are quite familiar with Bukit Panjang because I walk around the neighbourhood um, every morning and, um, and we use the facilities in, in Bukit Panjang. Mm. Something that really attracted us to Bukit Panjang was the green, the amount of green that you can find here. It's quite, um, it's quite, it's quite nice because there's an Alinea Park that connects actually all the HDBs in Bukit Panjang. So it's called the Zhenghua Linear Park. It just runs parallel to, I think, BKE and it hugs the BKE. So it's a good two to three kilometers worth of green uh, space with very mature trees but it is it is properly paved with like good um, cycling and running routes so it's actually a really really nice uh, connector if you don't want to go um, on the roads etc you can always just take the linear park and then you can be connected to all the different HDBs so it's like fingers coming into link up to the park yeah so it's very nice it's quite different. I mean, I've never really gone on any linear parks except for like the Bishan Ang Mokyo one. The Bishan Ang Mokyo one is very sprawling and it's quite manicured and it has very planned programs within it. This is more like, um, I think it started off being like a green buffer to the expressway. And so the, the nature of it is quite accidental in that sense. So it's not as planned and not as manicured as like say the Bishan linear park, right? But it is a very nice connector, especially in the mornings. And we've spotted like uh, wildlife in there. There's boars. 
the start of the linear park that I was talking about has a huge community garden. So I went to ask the aunties there. I was like, oh, how do you get involved? How do you actually be part of this community garden? She said, oh, the queue is very, very long. And it's like the queue for the community garden to have a plot, yeah, to be a part of the garden. It's very long. She said, you're not old enough yet. They give priorities to people who are much older than you, so you don't get a chance, yeah. So the other thing that's really nice about Bukit Panjang that I don't really see anywhere is the canal connection. I don't know whether you know. From Bangsua Pond to the Zhenghua Park that I mentioned is a linear um, canal that has been very nicely done and is very well used. Everybody uses that as their morning exercise grounds. So, um, and the schools are, are springing off it as well. So you, if you go in the mornings, you'll see school children walking on this park connector. The residents who live in those um, HDBs, they actually uh, take over the green in front of their house and they plant their own little community garden. So it's like going through many people's front gardens when you're walking along the, the canal. Wow, that's an interesting story. They actually rejected her. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, strange, that eh? was quite interesting, right? No, I think, I think it's kind of like... Um, like they were just saying like, oh, you need to be older because there's a long queue apparently oh. to join the community wow. garden program. Wow. So they say, you're not old enough. Like, you wait someone when you're older, oh. then you come and join oh. us. So maybe they need more <laughs> community gardens since the demand is so high. Yeah. Everyone wants a lot of people uh, pledging to their services, part. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. the older folks, right? Maybe mm. they have a lot of free time and it's their hobby and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I did research about the Pang Swa Pond, right? The thing is, there are six primary schools and secondary schools around that area and they all pledge to care for the pond. Oh. So the pond is actually taken care of by the schools. Also, oh. the students, they have pledged. Uh, I actually did a photo shoot at one of the primary schools in Bukit Panjang. Ah. And they actually have this thing right, where they have community gardens also. Mm. And I was surprised to hear that mm. uh, because not many schools do that. And all the kids, they will take care of the plants. Mm. And it's such a big thing that they have a huge plot of land, you know. Mm. Um, not only like outside their school, but also in the middle of the school. Mm. They have like a nursery. Mm. So it's quite a big feature. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So these gardens, right, they really grow really like crops right what kind of things do they grow in there it's, it's really quite a mix there's herbs there's mm. uh, leafy wow. vegetables like kailan lettuce pai thai pandan hey I got a question I got a question these community gardens right how much produce do they produce it, it, uh, how much oh. are we talking about <laughs> here it's a good question you know I think it's quite a lot leh. Huh. yeah because um, I mean I'm just thinking that this, the community themselves, they're quite full on, you know, like they, they, they attend to the garden every morning mm. from what we heard. And then, you know, if, if, it, really grow, if it really grows very well, mm. I could imagine. And what we heard was this, it's not just one small plot, you know, we're talking about, you know, the entire BKE stretch, right? Uh -huh. mm. That linear garden that one of the stories we've heard, that's where it's separated into different plots of mm. community gardens. So can you imagine how long that, that whole linear section is, right? It's kind of cool because Bukit Panjang has a farming history. Mm. And this is kind yes. of like continuing on that. Yes, yes. The legacy lives on, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, what was interesting was, um, so after two weeks, right? The second week, I was like, okay, I think I will go and buy vegetables from the mm, store. Lie, just, lie, just, lie. just next to where we pop up, right? Mm. 
And you know what the vegetables are? Oh, really the upslope market. Uh, just very near to where we park. Yeah, the entrance of the upslope market. Uh-uh. And oh my goodness. So I heard this from one of the stories shared. They said that their vegetables are the freshest in Bukit Panjang. So much so that during Chinese New Year, people all over Singapore will go to Bukit Panjang. And that is because besides the fact that they had the most community garden, the trucks that come out from Malaysia will firstly offload oh. the vegetables at Bukit Panjang <laughs> oh, before yeah, yeah, yeah. they deliver. Oh. So they have the freshest and the cheapest So vegetables. that's a tip. Ah, good that's tip. a tip for you guys. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you want fresh vegetables? Mm. Yes. Yeah, so I bought a lot after the potscape. Wow. <laughs> no hoarding, no hoarding. Just stocking <laughs> up, you know? <laughs> yeah, so this whole community garden thing, uh, actually one of the sound kits that Zemin created for potscape was inspired by this community garden. Wow, I have four words to describe this. Birds and the, fla- the smell of flowers. Yes, mm. the, the fragrance from the flowers and the tweets from the birds. Actually, those were community garden, right? Mm-hmm. But related to that, there is a secret wild site to look at Bandam. How do you think? What kind of wild site? Uh, what kind of wild site do you think it is? Wild side? Uh, uh, is it like wild, wild, wild west? <laughs> Cannot be like the partying, disco, that kind of wild lah. Must be the nature, animals, that kind of wild, is it? The rust, rustic kind of I know about the wild ball mm-hmm. that I've, I think I read it in the paper, right? The, the wild sighting ball? of the wild ball in, is Bukit it Bukit Tiba or Bukit Panjang? Do you have stories to share? Yeah, any stories to share or not about this kind of wild happenings? What's <laughs> wild? What's wild? I want to know. <laughs> Quite a few years ago, I went to Bukit because I only from that time I only I know that there's a hill there, there's a, a, a natural park there, right? So I went there and then um, wow, that's something that I saw. I saw one. I just saw this this uh, man who was sitting down, was like waiting for something. So so he looked up. I said, what was he looking at? Then he saw. The, I said, oh, durian trees. So I saw a few baby durians on the floor. It's so interesting. I don't know, he was just sitting there, I think with a, 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 a plastic bag. I think he's waiting to, uh, for the durian to drop. <laughs> the best part is that he's actually wearing a helmet. <laughs> he's wearing a helmet! <laughs> safety first, uh, safety first, uh. safety first okay? wow. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Wear helmet. What happened to that myth that says that durian will never fall on somebody and hit them? It's a myth. Durian has eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this uncle, he, he doesn't trust that, you know, he wear helmet. <laughs> Stella, you can test this <laughs> hypothesis out. You mm. go without help. <laughs> and, and sit under the tree, right? <laughs> so interesting. Wow. Wow, now a lot of people are going to come to Bukit Panjang oh, really and sit yes. around. Hey, free durian. durian. Like, durian. Like, so, when I was studying for O-Levels, uh, my, 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 my study desk is right beside the window and so there was a a bird that actually built a nest on the wires. So it's those, those kind of hanging nests with a hole there. And then the hole was facing my window, but there's a sliding window. So 
the bird can't see inside, but we could see ourselves because it was dark. So if I didn't really make any sudden movements, it couldn't see me. So so it built it built this nest with the opening facing inwards, and then it, I could see like slowly building the nest and then laying eggs, and then after that, then the bird, the babies come out. And it was it was noisy, but it was a, it was kind of nice. It was nice kind of noisy because I mean you're studying, you're quite sian, and so you could hear it, <laughs> and then you can look at it, and then. And then it went on for a few generations. Like the, the birds, are, the baby birds will grow up, they'll fly off. And then so like one of them will come back. Hey, you know, I love this few generations <laughs> bird thing. Uh. I, I think it's a beautiful analogy. No, actually the birds are observing also, him. Yes. <laughs> and then they say intergenerational. A lot of people live in that same flat. <laughs> you know, how come no one shares about the monkeys? I thought that that's yes. a big thing in Bukit Panjang. Was it you then? Or someone told okay, me that story. In... God, that's a but story. But this story very cute because it was shared by a 10-year-old. Mm. Oh, yeah. let's hear it. So you want to share or not, Becky? I think you read. It'll be very funny. Okay, I share. So he, he shared this story <laughs> So I'm going to try and uh, reenact lah, huh? so In a 10 year old So he said oh, He was chased by monkeys in Fajar Court Behind the primary school village you know, And it was near the canal And then a monkey scratched him When he ran away from it you know? And then speculate That they come from Park Connector Near to Senja Community Club So that's where he thought that the monkeys came from lah. And then what else did the monkeys do The monkeys stole his bag and new textbooks wrapped in plastic already, you know, and then he stole it away. And then the monkeys opened the plastic <laughs> and threw the textbook into the drain. Okay? And then the boy said that the same things happened to his friends, but in separate incidents, and the police had to be called in. Okay? And... The monkeys again went into 7-Eleven <laughs> and started to climb all over the things. So the police had to come again. <laughs> oh I love this my. story. Monkeys, yeah. Hey, scary, uh, these monkeys. Yes. I hope he's okay. I, I thought it's a, it's a dangerous thing if monkeys scratch you, right? He's okay, la, otherwise he cannot share this story, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love how the monkeys actually mm. threw away the textbook. No, actually this story didn't happen. Mm. But he threw away his own textbook and he blamed it on monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty boy. I think when you live in nature, you actually have to like just get used to that fact. Yeah. Mm. So, you have to coexist so with them. It is quite interesting. Again, another, I think, very uniquely Bukit Panjang. Mm. <laughs> right? The monkeys mm-hmm. climb in. Mm. Yes, what's the other story that um that we have heard? Adib, you want to share with us? Okay, so this story was from a lady. She's in the 60s. Right? So she told us this one is not so uh, scary, lah. Not like the monkey or climate attack her, not so much, yeah. Uh, her story was about how when she was young and she was growing up, she was picking out the seeds from the rubber tree. And then she played a game where they would draw the line, and then if you can throw the seed to the center, she win all the seeds. Yeah, so it has the seeds on the rubber tree became the entire game that she played with her 12 siblings, okay? 12. Oh. Yeah, then, yeah, then she remembered, like, yeah, it was so easy, but it was so fun. Did you play with rubber seeds? No. Did you, Stella? I can't remember. I played the red one. That's the, you know, the, the red saga. color. That's saga, saga seeds, seeds, is it? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I remember playing I that. played with rubber seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how you play oh. with rubber seeds is you don't just collect. What you do is you take the rubber seed, right? And then you like rub it on the floor on any hard surface very, 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 very quickly, very mm. fast, right? Then after that, you take it, right? And then you burn your friend. What? Because it's very hot. What? You burn your friend. Oh my god! Yeah, this is the wild side of the. <laughs> so the, the hey, so the sixty-three-year-old auntie very wild, huh? <laughs> <laughs> She will burn you with rubber seeds. And then I have another story. So you know, I only just moved out of Bukit Panjang, right? Mm-hmm. And um, mm. my uh, where I'm staying is directly opposite Mindef, and I have balconies, lah. I have a little balcony, and 
this might sound a little bit morbid, right? But then uh, sometimes I will have random like birds, like they fly, 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 right? Then they're a bit blur, right? They will fly into the window, the oh glass panel, oh. and then oh it will concuss and die. So I will have dead birds on my oh balcony. My but that's the morbid side. But then there are also nice sides. Sometimes the bird like birds like to come to the balcony and perch on oh. it. And I'll see different kinds of birds, like mm. really gorgeous looking, beautiful birds. Mm. I always freak out when I have a dead bird on the balcony. I don't know how to dispose of it. Mm. Mm. Actually, this is a real problem. Mm. It's something to do with when the birds fly. They see the reflection yes. on the glass, mm. reflecting trees. Yep. Right. So they think they were trees, they, they smack mm. straight on. Then you will see the print of the bird on my window. Oh like my ah. the, the body with the wings. Oh, my you will see. oh that <laughs> means they went at really fast high I mean, speed. They, they do fly at like you, speed. If you walk oh. into a glass panel, right? <laughs> you also like, wow! You know, like you walk into a shopping mall. But right? I won't leave a print of myself yes. on the glass. <laughs> My story is very wholesome. It, it's just <laughs> that because I live at Block 231, right? Mm. It, it's one of the older blocks, right? But we used to have a park downstairs. Actually, it's right next to the entrance from BKE mm. into Bukit Panjang. Yes, oh, yes. the one where I see people mm. appearing out of nowhere. Right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> but we used to, uh, you know, like, what, what do you call that? Um, we used to bring our lanterns there. Mm. What is that festival? Mid-Autumn. Mid-Autumn festival. Mm. We used to do that. Oh. And a lot of people mm. will be doing that. So you'll see our neighbours all with the old school lanterns. The one where you use the fire to light on. So it was fun. Mm. So that's my wholesome <laughs> nature story. Go and do that in a park. Wow. I kind of miss those times wow. though. Nowadays when you, you know, I, I see my friends' kids and all, they play with, you know, digital gadgets a lot of time. And mm. I just sometimes wish they spend more time because mm. most of mm. us, we, we, we learn a lot from mm. nature. Mm. We, we learn how to imagine what mm. play is, playing with branches. Mm. You know, in my childhood, I remember like, Playing in cemetery, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and 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 then you know hide and seek in cemetery, scaring all of us, you mm-hmm. know cousins and all, or even like things like catching fish, right? These mm. days you don't you don't hear such experiences, but nature and you know play, mm. it's it's a very. I wonder yeah. if kids still do hide and seek on the whole like in the whole HDB block or two or three blocks that kind, you know, and catching mm. or play on the like the table tennis table, you know, and then you go on top, then below all there are the sharks. Then the one on top of the table, you're humans, mm. you know? I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, eh, maybe we should ask um, our listeners out there. Yeah, like, do what, your kids yeah. still play with yeah. these kind of things? No, right? They all just sit in front of the computer. Do you think Singapore, is it because it's too hot? That, that, that because la. of that, like, yeah, you know? Also. Like, you don't want the kids to get dirty. You don't want the kids and it's not very pleasant. It's very hot and humid, right? I mean, if our temperatures were lower, yeah, a no, little th- bit more cool. Yeah, yeah, but that's why around evening time actually, mm. like where I live now, mm. Amokyo, mm. Uh, Bishan Park, right? Mm. You see a lot of people actually. Oh, they do come out lah. Mm. Yeah, when it's cooler. So mm. I think yes, when it's too mm. hot, we tend to be like, okay, let's stay, stay at home. home. Correct. But yeah, I, I think the weather plays a very big role. So even in my place at Clementi, right? There's a, we have a park nearby called the Firefly Park. So in the afternoon, it is totally deserted. But once you hit like five-ish, Yes, all, all generations, you know, the seniors will come out, the, yeah, the families will come out, the kids will play football there. Uh, we have people dancing. Mm. So, yeah, so sometimes there's a whole group of these ladies, right? They just bring their stereo, we have boombox, and they just dance inside in the park. Yeah, and it does all the way to like 9 p.m. And this is not even an organized activity. They just hang out with their friends. So I think naturally, of course, there is a weather element. 
Uh, but at the same time, we do have like very big trees, right? That kind of shapes our 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 public spaces. So see, it's really really important, you know, to have nature in in where we live, mm. right? And Bukit Panjang, you're so lucky, especially right now. I mean, we've been seeing photos. I've been seeing them on social media feed that during this time of COVID um, situation going on, people are actually avoiding the air conditioned places. Mm. Yeah. Yes, uh, and going outdoors. Going, yes, exactly. Right, yeah. you're going to all this. Uh, 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 outdoor spaces mm. to the park, mm. you know, and there's ample space for you to stay one meter apart. Totally mm. right. They're yeah. just having time, and I believe this idea. You know, in Japan, there's this idea of what forest healing, mm-hmm. right? So folks in Bukit Panjang are very lucky because why? Just now, as one of the the residents mentioned, they have two mm. nature reserve mm. right sitting at their doorsteps. Mm. So yeah, wh- talking about reserve, wow, we have actually one more. Soundscape done by Zooming. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Where she went to the reserve, went into the reserve to collect the sound. So, shall we have a listen? Yes, please. Don't you think this immediately relaxes you? I feel like I'm there. Yeah. I feel like I can go to sleep with this sound. Yeah. I love it. Very relaxing all. Yeah. Nature la nature is very healing, rejuvenating. It, it balances you up, you know. Mm. Mm. And I think um residents in Bukit Panjang are lucky yes. to, to live in such a green neighborhood. Mm. It's amazing, I think, that we have been hearing so many stories. And we have one more episode coming up next week. Yes, that will be the last episode. And, yeah. And and then we are going to wrap up already. Mm. Oh, what do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> we have had a lot of fun mm. recording these uh, few episodes. Mm. And learning really, you know, from the community. All their interesting stories. So and feeling the kampong spirit. Yes. Really. Yeah. And, and, and I think also with the beautiful sounds created... By zooming, mm. you know, it really brought to life all these things that we hear, the stories, and I, I think it's so powerful. Mm. When you combine sounds and stories of the city. I mean, that's essentially what we set up to do. Mm. Yeah. So mm. I think as we come to the end of uh, the Bukit Panjang series, right? If you listening to our podcast, you would like to have Podscape pop up in your neighborhood, you can actually send us a DM mm-hmm. yes. at Shophouse Co. Right yes. on Instagram. Or you can actually email podscape at shophouseandco.com. Just drop us an email and we really, really hope to be able to come by and collect more stories from uh, your neighbourhood. Yeah. Okay, so with that, we've come to the end of this episode. We have one more last episode of Podscape Bukit Panjang. Uh, we're going to talk about beyond the community, right? Who else is so important in the Bukit Panjang community? So that's something that we're going to uh, talk about in the next episode. So till then, remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and you can also uh, listen to this on the website itself. And yep, that's all we have for today. So see you all next one. Bye. 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 Bye.